Hi, this is Jamin Fraser, and you're listening to The Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10 Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, 10 Minute Tuesday time. This week I am talking about procrastination, topic requested by Belinda. Thanks for that. If you've got something you'd like me to talk about on 10 Minute Tuesday, just let me know. So, if you've been around the personal development space for any length of time, I, I can assure you you've heard something said about procrastination. It's a topic that's often covered. People have lots to say about it. I was even reading an article on LinkedIn about it this morning. But the, you know, so the question is, can there be anything more said about this subject? Well, I don't know. You be the judge. I'm a very pragmatic person. All I care about is what works. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff said and written that just doesn't really have any focus on whether it works or not. Uh, it's just content. It's just information. So here's the stuff that works for me when it comes to procrastination. Because I think it is an important subject and I think that often it is frustrating when you don't do the things you think you're going to do. So I know I've experienced that in my own life. I, I very rarely procrastinate these days. I'm not saying I'm awesome. I'm just saying that I've found some things that have really meant that doesn't make sense anymore to procrastinate. So I want to start by what not to do. And I think these are probably the common approaches. So I'm sorry if you're a fan of these approaches. Well, I'm not really sorry um, because I think there's a far better way. But uh, the common approaches are probably these three things. Number one, forcing yourself just to get it done. So look, self-discipline is the go-to strategy when it comes to change. And it's massively overrated. I say that all the time. I get into trouble for saying that. People think that's a ridiculous thing to say, but it's a true thing to say. I'm convinced. Forcing yourself to get stuff done. Like, it's just cruel. It's it's mean. It's not very kind. It's not nice. Self-discipline, yeah, it is a thing. Yes, willpower is a resource you have available to you, but it is like a muscle and it gets tired. And it's based on the presupposition that there is a fat, lazy, recalcitrant part of you that loves Mars bars and doing no work and you have to fight against that part of yourself. So that's the only time you win is when you conquer the lazy part. I, I don't buy that theory at all. Um, I'll show you an alternative in a moment. But the second common strategy goes along with that. It's tricking yourself. So it's just pretending. It's playing games. It's it's thinking, hmm, okay, so I don't want to do this task. So how am I going to get clever so that I can... Uh, play games with myself and end up doing something that I don't really want to do but I'm going to get done anyway. I mean, it's kind of the same. It's kind of, you can only play tricks once or twice and then when you become wise to the tricks, you're like, yeah, good one, I'm not falling for that again. Um, negotiating is the third common strategy to get ahead with, um, you know, to overcome procrastination. So it's kind of rewarding yourself. Look, if you just get this done, I'll tell you what, I'll go buy you that Mars bar that you want and you know, or talking to yourself, by the way, just to clarify. But it's, again, relying on the fact that part of you does not want to do it and you've got to convince and coerce and trick and play games. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a poor strategy. I, I, I love to think about myself as my own greatest employee. So 
if if I had if I was running a business and my best employee was I uh, had to coerce them, I had to force them, I had to trick them, I had to negotiate with them to get anything done. Well, guess what? They wouldn't be my greatest employee. And they wouldn't like me and I wouldn't like them and our working relationship wouldn't be great and we wouldn't get much stuff done. But I'm sure, you know, if I had someone who was my best employee and I loved them and they loved me and, and I understood what value they had, well, I reckon there'd be some better strategies to get them to do stuff than forcing, tricking, and negotiating. So I think the whole presupposition of moving ahead and behaving in a way that's consistent with your values it, it means you're going to have to find a way to work with yourself rather than against yourself. So I think uh, procrastination is no different. So here are three things that have worked for me, that continue to work for me, that I think are far higher quality strategies than the first three I mentioned. The first is to, to stop and listen. So if the presupposition is that everything inside of you actually wants the same thing, that everything is motivated out of love, well then if you were to stop and listen to the strategy and ask what for, then you'd be interested what comes up. So the aim of the game is to get on the same team with yourself. So when you notice yourself behaving in a way that you think, oh man, I'm sure I should have done that already. Why am I doing that? Rather than getting frustrated and trying to force yourself, just stop and listen. Ask what for. Just go. Just try sitting beside that part of you that is resisting. Notice the resistance and be curious about what for. Wow, this is really interesting. I'm surprised because I thought I was going to do this, but I haven't done this, so why? I wonder what I can find. Now, again, I say this all the time. You can't do self-judgment and self-awareness at the same time. So if you're really going to listen, you're going to have to be prepared for whatever comes up. Don't go in with preconceived ideas. Don't go in with, well, you can't say that. Oh, no, that's wrong. That's bad. Just listen. Be curious. You're amazing. It'd be amazing what would happen. Just the same as if you would do that for another human being. If you listen without judgment, well, then, of course, they're going to share what's going on because they want to be understood, right? So your subconscious or the part of you that's resisting this strategy wants to be understood, wants to be cared for. Uh, number two, observe the story you're living out of. So behavior always comes out of beliefs. So just ask, so what must I believe in order to not want to do this task right now? And what would I need to believe in order to do this task effortlessly and with enthusiasm or even excitement? So just observing the story you're living out of. I, I talk lots about story and, and maybe not enough time to really delve into it today, but just become aware of the story you're living out of and the beliefs that are producing this behavior and there's lots of stuff around changing those beliefs. I think successful people, rather than go story, rather than go strategy, state, story, which is the, the typical way, just get stuff done based on whatever state you find yourself in, all limited by this set of beliefs and meta narrative you're living out of. Successful people go, hang on, story first. What story am I even living out of? Who am I again? What, what's my big dream for my life? Where is this all heading? What do I believe about myself? They align themselves to beautiful expansive, wonderful stories. Then they manage their state. They get in a zone. They, they're excited. They're passionate. They, they pursue life-giving rituals and anchors that give them access to the magic inside them. And then they go get stuff done. It is very hard to procrastinate when you organize your life like that, I promise you. Third thing, finally, is permission to flourish. Rather than self-discipline, self-permission is always far more useful, far more powerful, far more beautiful, far more lasting form of motivation. So I'm always asking myself, do I give myself permission to flourish today? Am I willing to take the handbrake off? Do I allow myself to succeed? Do I allow myself to be happy and be successful? With nothing to prove and nothing to offend, nothing to defend, sorry. 
do I say it's okay for myself to move forward? Am I my greatest advocate? Am I my greatest refuge? Am I the one believing and backing in my own ability to go do this? Yes? Okay, fantastic. You get those three things right, it just doesn't make any sense to procrastinate. It's Rather than fighting against it or thinking there's something wrong, it's just creating an environment where procrastination doesn't make sense. Hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online Overcoming Insecurity Bootcamp. It combines high-quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jamonfraser.com. 